Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on the Sunday podcast, Grace Hockey. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Ashley Steves and I had yes. a cathartic experience separately and yet together. True, of course. This past weekend, we both saw Which Way to the Stage at MCC. Oh, and we my are going to talk about that. Oh, <laughs> my God. So as we started talking about before we were actually recording, you saw it what day? Sometime last week. I saw it on a Friday week. night. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, I took a friend who had just like come off of uh, another show that they were doing, and we were just like, mm-hmm. "I'm so excited to see the show that we know nothing about." And he's a theater person, and yeah. like, an, as in like an actor. And the way we were screaming and cringing and crying and laughing <laughs> throughout the entire piece, actually, when we came in and they were blasting "Legally Blonde," we were like, oh my God, "What are we about to see? Like, what? <laughs> what Exception. is happening?" Exception, yeah. Exception yeah. is what we got and to see. That's exactly that. And I, I felt so sick to my stomach when I was posting about it because I was thinking there's only two more days. And oh I feel God. like I didn't do my job in society by getting people to this show. You screwed up. Um, yeah. A friend of mine, Abby DePhillips, has been posting about it for like mm. a month, talking about how everybody needs to get to see the show. And I feel like that did work. There was a lot of social media buzz around it. But oh, as an yeah. industry, I want, every, I want every college and high school to read Anna Nagata's work now. It oh was such a gorgeous and. Once again, MCC, their programming, I saw Soft as well. They haven't opened, so I don't want to talk about that. Soft soon, yeah. Yeah, I just continuing, uh, just my amazement for the programming at MCC continues. I love their work. I love what they do as an organization, and the plays are astounding. And I just, yeah, there's there's no words. I hope that you all read it. (laughs) Absolutely. It feels like they are just, at this point, MCC in a a well that never ends of creativity at this point. Their programming has been so incredible lately. Uh, And yeah, this was no exception. I loved this as I told you uh, mm-hmm. they got me in to see the final show and when it was done I was so mad because I can't yes. see it <laughs> not <laughs> it mad at them getting us in no oh my god <laughs> thank literally. you shout out to Matt Ross and the PR yeah, and Grace oh, and everybody yeah. yes, but, thank you yeah. Grace oh my goodness <laughs> I just like I had the instant reaction of when I know a show is great like great great exceptional yes. great where uh uh, it ended and I immediately welled up with tears. Yeah, <laughs> so I was just yeah, like, because you knew you're like, like, that's it. I was like, that's well, not even just that's it. Just like, oh, that that's great fucking art. Like they yes. did that. They, yeah. Oof. Oof. Every so time I great. thought I knew what was going to happen, and like I tried to play my I know jerky play playwright predictability card, <laughs> and it didn't do that. Nope. Nope. Ugh. Good for them. Oof. Good for what her. A, what a show. Good for her indeed. Yeah, Sass Goldberg. I would watch her in any theater Amazing. theater setting. Theater. I mean, seriously, theater. The emphasis. I was going to say theatrical setting, but um, <laughs> you know, her and a significant other, her and this yeah. show, everybody in the cast, um, really moving, exciting, funny, thought provoking work that I hope gets done more. I know it w- is about to. We talked about it on the show actually previously uh, that mm. it was going to be done out of town, same spot where. Uh, Anna's husband Nick Blameyer premiered Glory Days. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of like a yeah. <laughs> wild to me though because I've never seen a show that is so not even New York City centric but like Midtown centric. <laughs> this needs <laughs> like, to be done at New World of, Stages like, four every blocks, day. Four blocks where everyone will understand all the jokes, and that's what makes it perfect. But then, in some ways, it was for everybody. Yeah, so, completely um, universal. Yeah, that's um, that's that's all we have time for on Killed that it. because we could talk about it forever. But, Killed um, it, ate, etc. 
Yes. Uh, she's a winner. Yeah. So um, speaking of some winners, we're going to start by talking about some Tony Award news. Tony, so, Tony, Tony. Tony, 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 Tony. Tony Week again, baby. Tony it's Tony Week. week. It's that time of the month. Oof, um, today, oof. the American Theater Wing announced a student rush available uh, for attending the Tony Awards on Sunday at a discounted <laughs> cost of $250 plus $6. I can already hear you I can't even. I can't even listen to it without laughing. I'm Could a professional continue. journalist. Yeah, Let me finish this sentence. <laughs> oh, I am not good. Um, so the normal cost to attend the Tony Awards, just so everyone knows, is about five hundred dollars. Um, so technically speaking, a discounted rate is two hundred and fifty dollars. That is yeah, a logical statement. That is, I um, guess, that is the language that we're agreeing on here. I guess. Yeah, because that uh, that's where we have to meet it in mm. some capacity. Mm. At the end of the day, though. When we hear student rush, the origin of those words and phrases come from uh, accessibility. Um, and so when you think about accessibility, $250 is not the price tag that comes to mind. Um, but again, this is not a show. So without sounding kind of uh, jerky, like it is a commercial. The Tony Awards are a big, exciting, totally. costly promotional tool. And we need to remember that like, of course that makes sense. Like, it's a gala performance. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I, as crappy as it sounds, that, that is the logic there, but I don't, I don't think that they were set up for success here because the announcement of it kind of felt tone deaf and especially what we're going to get into later in the news 100%. about another tone deaf situation. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to say is I 100% agree with you. This is an advertising event. Like it's, it's a gala. It is all that. It is a high ticket item. However, if you're going to advertise it as like this accessible thing, which they no. essentially <laughs> uh. did, it's like, yay, student rushes back. And then you had everybody on Twitter break down the prices from the previous years were like not even a decade ago they were $40 like that is not an argument I feel comfortable making in any sense because that's not even inflation that is just that's just you know I think it was Deep Tran that said it. it's not inflation it's just price gouging you're making this a completely yes. inaccessible thing which is so insulting after you know two years of people not being able to even work like who on that yeah. stage who even on that stage unless it's like a high paid lead actor would mm -hmm. even feel comfortable dropping that amount of money like it, it's it, it's a completely yeah. inaccessible thing as like the industry's biggest event and i know that's the case with all award shows but not if you're going to pretend like it's this obtainable thing correct yeah it's 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 difficult to rationalize uh, i appreciate that there was a and i i do i have to say like i do appreciate that they were trying to promote some level of access to something like this yeah sure. but at the end of the day you're you're right i I just, um, I just so want yeah. them to be. I just want them to be realistic about it. Of right. like, it's it's you <laughs> can't trust really fund student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you can't really uh, tout it as like student rush, blah blah blah. And we know how it, you know accessible and cheap those tickets usually are for most shows. Obviously, those have yeah. increased as well over the years, but those are still available at an accessible rate. You look at award shows and the Tonys wants to be this big, bad, inclusive thing. It, it, and obviously, this is more so than the Oscars, where like their gift bag is literally like a plot of land in Scotland and like a lordship title. Uh, mm -hmm. That's not this, but you can't pretend that two hundred fifty plus dollars is a reasonable rate for something. It true. It do be like that. 
Mm-hmm. So more and some more Tony news. An announcement was made today that saying that attendees of the Tony Awards uh, will not be required to wear masks during the ceremony, but will need to be tested for COVID-19 before attending. So attendees sitting in the orchestra section of Radio City, which mainly includes um, Tony nominees, producers, theater owners, mm-hmm. celebs, their guests, but also a lot of seat fillers. To be frank with you, it's not just people that are um, nominated or nominated adjacent. Like it's also people that are filling the seat of those that are nominated adjacent nominated blah 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 um, they yeah. will require pcr covid testing but masks are optional for this section i know a lot of award shows do care about the optics of how the, the tele you know the way it's being televised mm, yeah. goes now so they're like we don't want to we don't we don't want to see masks in the audience a lot mm. of times um as an entity i'm not talking about like the general public like sure, nobody sure, at sure. me about this like <laughs> i want masks of course like i <laughs> i wear them uh but I think that that is um, probably why that's going on, but they just made that announcement, which makes sense. So while testing is being added as a precaution for audience members, the lack of mass requirement changes, you know, what's currently on Broadway. So remember, like Radio mm-hmm. City Music Hall is not a Broadway theater. So that, right. that does like, you know, challenge that. But all the attendees um, of Broadway shows are required to do that until June 30th. This is happening June 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this industry will will extend that, uh, but I it has so. been renewed through July. So, uh, or, sorry, it was uh, renewed since July of last yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, and also Broadway cast <sighs> members, they will be performing unmasked, of course. Yeah, um, that's since, unsurprising. They do yeah. it anyway. Uh so that's not an issue. <laughs> but the I, mezzanine and the balcony sections for the show are yeah, required to wear a mask. Are required. <laughs> no, it's not like it's a giant building that no matter what That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And, and they don't it, need to be tested. So yeah, if you're and they don't need to be tested so you can floor, just yeah. – All those unmasked students that just rolled in off the street. <laughs> it's just – it's so silly to me because you know it's an optics thing other than the people who are on stage performing because that's what they're used to. They're getting tested every day anyway. Uh, to have people that are, you know, going to be televised in a national ceremony – And again, it's that thing of like the Tonys want to pretend and Broadway in general wants to pretend it's like better than everything else. It's that very, it's that very holier than thou mentality that we have that, yay, our awards are more inclusive and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we are doing everything right. And Patty Lapone is yelling at people in the audience. And then you want to have a televised ceremony where no one you see is going to be masks for whatever reason. Like we haven't all survived this for two and a half years now and are used to this. Yeah. They're rationale is that they will all be PCR tested. So the idea is you won't even be there if you're positive. So you can't do that. You know what I mean? It's just like theoretically, how long do you have to (laughs) you know, if you're if you're especially now, I mean, we both just had it. I had it. I didn't I didn't test positive until my fourth day of taking tests. And that was by the time Mm -hmm. my fever had gone. uh, Like half of my symptoms had gone, but still massive brain fog and everything. So who's to say that's the case? Like you can just stroll up, be you know, be exposed two days prior get a negative test and go to the Tony's unmasked. That's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So Gross. It, it's just, it's interesting. It's interesting. Learn, learn sure. not a damn thing in two and a half years. Yeah. So I just, I just want everybody to be happy, safe and yeah, comfortable. Great. And, um, but at the same time, I, I guess I understand, 
understand the the uh, ideology behind it. So there you are. Um, so. Uh, moving on to another bullet point in our Tony Awards conversation. So a lot of social media outrage, conversation, uh, quote tweets, all those things has risen about the uh, ability to recognize the hard work of the understudies and swings that have kept the industry afloat among Broadway's recent recovery from the shutdown on the televised Tony Awards. A lot of people have been saying, <laughs> at Tony Awards, why aren't we getting, you know, we need to have a recognizable moment or acknowledgement or a featured number about the understudies and all these things, right? Because the Tony Awards has like special um, yeah. awards uh, for certain things that they're honoring, like last year was Broadway Advocacy Coalition. Um, I know that, that you right. can't like recognize it's not an entity it's not like a theater per se uh but kate Schindel, president of actors equity put out a statement on twitter surrounding that discourse and i'm going to read that if that's okay um so she said okay y'all i know twitter is built for outrage based on uh, scant facts but the rumors that the tony awards will ignore swings and understudies are just wrong and have been wrong since this rumor started yesterday because it blew up okay And she goes on to say, even if the American Theater Wing and the Broadway League were completely, utterly tone deaf and just forgot how this season went down, I can say that certain with certainty that Ariana DeBose, who started in the chorus, who has understudied in multiple Broadway shows, would never let that happen. Why don't we let her do her job, take a collective cleansing breath and look forward to seeing Broadway swings and understudies celebrated this Sunday while remembering that there are also folks doing the same across the country in theaters, large and small. Rumors start all the time for all kinds of reasons. It can be hard to know what to believe. Believe this. Neither the Tony Awards nor Ariana DeBose needed a Twitter storm to remind them that swings and understudies saved the Broadway season. Stay safe. Mm. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated her saying Massively that so. because, yeah, because first of all, Ariana DeBose is the host, as in she is yep. told what to say on a teleprompter. She yep. has a lot of pull and, and exciting collaborations that go on within the creation of the Tony Awards yep. for sure, which is great because she's been given that voice and given that kindness and collaborative responsibility. Great. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. guys, chill. You would have never hit James Corden with this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> James, make sure that you throw this on the teleprompter. She's He's but, not the producer, you know, but th- I get you. That's the thing. I think anything that was directed at Ariana is ridiculous because that's just like a gross misunderstanding of how anything works. But it's also the thing. I don't think it was people being mad at Ariana more than they were saying, hey, I guess you probably have some pull and can get this in here. Yeah. If, if the Tonys are screwing up, which it would not be a surprise. Let's be realistic by not having mm-hmm. something like this in. I think that's what more of it was. I think people People have such little optimism and like limited hope about the Tonys doing what needs to be done that that's what people feel. And I think part of it's like the parasocial relationship of it all as someone who is like – it started out as an understudy and a swing and is now an – Oscar-winning actor. Yeah, but she also said that she wanted to break out of that ensemble. Of course, there was like an course, article about it, so I'm just like, course. you know, I I get it. We all have like roots in these things. And, yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah, you and this is something I always say, especially about social media, you don't know mm. what you don't know. Exactly. So, <laughs> literally, just like everybody piling <laughs> on top. And I said this, and I want to say that I said this on Twitter, and I want to say this on the show. You remember, please remember, because I have to also give myself this reminder. Mm. As a social media person, 
I am not uh, whenever I run an account or anybody else runs a, yeah. a, a Twitter yep. account or whatever, you are not the CEO of that company. They're not the brand. So when you, yeah. They are not the brand. So they their their job is to promote and talk about that, but like imagine opening up your phone or website or whatever for your job and just getting a storm of angry messages when you have no control over any of it totally. you're just supposed to upload content that's like here's what's going on and like so just remember that like the tone of those things and like you know when you're at delta airlines the person reading that is not delta airlines the person reading that you know can try to help you as oh, much yeah. as possible Most but like definitely. they aren't customer service so just just remember to lead with kindness if you can and i'm gonna also take that note as well Yay, good. So, yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, to conclude our Tony Award conversation, we oh, will uh, – we, I mean, we it. obviously talk about this. Oh, one. my God. To follow forever. <laughs> forever. So Ashley and Matt talked about this yesterday where we're good. doing kind of Tony predictions throughout the week. And now we're going to start with best performance by an actor in a feature role in a play. Ooh. The nominees, Alfie Allen for Hangman, Chuck Cooper, Trouble in Mind, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Take Me Out, Ron Cephas Jones for Clyde's, Michael Oberholzer for Take Me Out, and Jesse Williams for Take Me Out. What is your prediction? So interesting. This is There's a lot of Take Me Out here, and I think that Jesse and Jesse especially will kind of end up splitting the vote here. I didn't get to see Ron Cephas Jones in my performance of Clyde's. Same. I know you, oh my gosh. I, knew, I was going to say, I know you didn't either. I'm you watched yeah. the? Did you watch the simulcast? Did you? I did. did you see, okay, yeah. So the simulcast people did not get Ron Cephas Jones. I think mm-hmm. for maybe the whole run. I can't remember. Um, yeah. It, it, that's, so that's hard for me. Matt and I were kind of doing wants and think will wins. Uh, you know, thinking what, uh, yeah, will and want to win. I'm just going to do that's think fine. Will win. That's fine. Cause I don't <laughs> because really, I don't want- <laughs> that's fine. Cause I don't, I don't have a want here really. Cause I yeah. didn't get in to see Take Me Out. Uh, didn't see Ron Cephas Jones. And I mean, Chuck Cooper is Chuck Cooper, but I think the thing I, think most about in that show is LaShawn's. So that's like yep. not necessarily a standout for me. I do think from what I have heard that because of the split and I, and again, I don't know. They, they may lean one way or another towards Jesse or Jesse. And I, I can't really predict that, but I've heard a lot of swing towards Alfie Allen in the last few weeks, especially. So I think I'm dead serious. So I think if any, if they end up splitting the vote for take me out, I think it will go to Alfie Allen. If not, I think, I think maybe Jesse Tyler Ferguson, but I I don't yeah. I don't know there honestly. I think it has you know uh, you know once again a lot to do if they're going to split that vote, and if not, I, it, it's hard for me to tell based on not seeing it which one it would go to. You know what's really sad about everything right mm, now? Sure. I have nothing to contribute because that was everything I was going to say. Cool. I so love it. So <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, but we're moving what, on because Is that, that what you think, though, Alfie Allen? Yes. Oh, sweet. I literally love said, it. I think that Jesse and Jesse <laughs> will split the vote, and I yeah. think it's going to be Alfie Allen, which is so wild. Uh, but think, again, yeah. but the last of it is Jesse Tyler Ferguson, I think, will actually think, take it if, if I, that's a thing. I think so. I think if that's how they're kind of divvying up that take me out performance and i mean yep. he's I, they've all been plastered on everything but he was the mm-hmm. first like lead lead that we talked about for this i still think it's gonna yeah. be alfie allen though but honestly yeah weird weird one mm-hmm. no question so now we go to best performance by an actress in a featured role in a play you've got uzo adoba for clyde's rachel dratch for potus kanita r miller for for colored girls felicia rashad for skeleton Groot. <laughs> wow, skeleton crew. <laughs> Julie White for POTUS and Kara Young for Clyde's. Ashley, what is your prediction? This is a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm Team Kara Young. 
Uh, we we are a Kara Hunt, Kara Young, Young house. stand exactly the house of Kara yeah. Young. Yes. I really want her to win. I don't know if this is the role she's going to win for. It, no. She's certainly going to win at some point in her career. Yeah. It is just getting started, which is still bananas to me because she is such a talent. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they give it to her. I also have the extreme misfortune that I just miss Kanita R. Miller and for Colored Girls, as I texted you and Matt. I yep. I am hoping and thinking that she is going to be the one to win here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is my prediction. I know that you are extremely on Miller time, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, this is a show where I'm just going to say that was literally what I was going to say. <laughs> but you um, have more to say about Kanita because I didn't yeah. get to see her. Um, well, because, again, this is like predictions and not like, what do you like and what do you want? Like, honestly, though, Kanita yeah. R. Miller gave an insanely gorgeous, stunning, perfectly. To me, this is an actually featured role in a play. Mm-hmm. She played a featured role in this play and she was astounding. So that's why I want to say her. But again, like, you know, I'm a, a Potestan. I I think totally. that Rachel Dratch's Broadway debut being a part of the marketing campaign has been incredible. And also, like, Julie I can't White believe it's her Broadway just, debut. Yeah, Julie White, yes. Julie White is just Julie White. But Rachel Jesus. Dratch is giving an insane Absolutely. performance. Oh, like, so I could see, yeah, and I could see that being, um, I think I could see that being recognized yeah, as well. Absolutely. So that's where I want to say that. Uh, and then now we get to best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical. So these are all featured, baby. Yeah. So we got Matt Doyle for Company, Sydney DuPont for Paradise Square, Jared Grimes, Funny Girl, John Andrew Morrison for A Strange Loop, AJ Shively for Paradise Square. You get to go first on these next two, so... Oh, yeah, so yeah. then I can't copy you? <laughs> Fabulous. Um, so I think that the conversation has been a lot about Jared Grimes and Funny Girl, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen his performance, so once again, I'm not, you know, weighing in on what I liked, quote-unquote, but I think that the... I think the uh, win is going to be taken by Matt Doyle here for mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really do. So this, for me, I saw Jared Grimes. I thought he was spectacular. I think nice. was probably the best part of Funny Girl. But that is also very hard because I don't know if Funny Girl is going to suffer because everyone hated Funny Girl in general. Ugh. And, you know, more specifically hated Beanie and therefore everything suffered for it. Jared Grimes, mm-hmm. sensational. Um, yeah. This, I think, is going to depend if they're going for a strange loop sweep or or not, more than anything. I'm really hesitant to say, Matt. I think he was incredible, obviously, and I genuinely think getting married today at speed instantly qualifies you for the Tony. But it's Mm -hmm. essentially like the Anthony Hopkins and Silence of the Lambs thing, where he's in it for a few essential scenes, and and also the full company numbers here. Shakespeare and Love. Yeah, 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 Uh, totally. Judy Dench. It's the same scenario, but I agree with you. I just think the campaign has been strong. Oh, absolutely. I would, but I would, you know, I would love to see a breakdown of stage time for each of these roles, but kind of after voting is complete, so nobody would be influenced by it. You know, um, I think it will go to Matt unless they're going to go for the funny or the strange loop sweep with uh, John Andrew Morrison. I wouldn't be surprised if Jared Grimes either. I haven't seen Paradise Square, so I can't speak to it, though. I am going to when we do or actually, no, I don't think I get to do lead stuff because I won't be on tomorrow. So, you know, Jakina Kalakanga for the win there. I don't need to see her performance to know it's the winner. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, best performance by an actress in a featured role <laughs> in a musical. We're going to start with Jeanette Baradell for A Girl from the North Country, Shoshana Bean for Mr. Saturday Night, Jane Hudichel for The Music Man, El Morgan Lee for A Strange Loop, Patti Lapone for Company, Jennifer Samard for Company. This is my category. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's the category of the year. Hit it. I believe that the winner is L. Morgan Lee for A Strange Loop. Uh-huh. I like That's it. That's my contribution here. I like it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think that Jen and Patty for Company are really smart uh, featured role uh perform like it makes sense like these are great tony nominees for yeah. this and also shoshana like that that uh character was a perfect uh for a featured role i mm, did good. not see girl from the north country so that kind of counts me out of that yeah, and i actually physically haven't seen a strange loop in person but going from <laughs> campaigns alone and uh the coverage and also what i have heard of her work in it um I, it makes sense that this is going to be it's also besides the fact that it's like it's, uh, like, it sets a huge, exciting precedent yeah. for the Tony Awards. Um, I think that that makes sense for the win for me. In a perfect world, we'd have a tie here. Uh, like, what? Gen- genuinely. In a perfect Duh. world, I would want an L. Morgan Lee, Patti Lapone tie. That is my perfect Ashley, world, at least. You that can't is my cut perfect the cord world. With the Sondheim, you can't cut the cord. You have I can't. to vote Sondheim. Yeah, obviously. But I will say the same thing I said last night, and when Matt and I talked about directing, is I mm. think it's kind of the perfect combination here, where yeah. <laughs> the perfect the the perfect slash least perfect combination ever of the year were. We're going to get a massive amount of this cer- ceremony um, you know, in memoriam to Sondheim. So I think I think Patty is going to end up taking it here. I would love to see Elle Morgan Lee win a Tony. I think she was phenomenal. I want more stage time. I want more shows. And unfortunately, that is less likely because she's trans uh, and because mm. this industry, no matter how inclusive it pretends to be, is not going to constantly put trans people on stage the way that they should, and especially a talent like L. Morgan Lee. I think because of the combination of company, of Sondheim, of Patti Lapone in general, who, I mean, let's be realistic, has been in the news a lot lately for the right reasons, <laughs> being Patti Lapone. Yeah. I, th- I think even with the campaign for Lee, uh, just the energy that has gone like full steam ahead into the Tonys mm-hmm. will kind of end up leading in Patti's favor here. Yeah. Hmm. Let's talk about our sponsor for this week, Todaytix. I've gotten to see so many more shows than I normally would because of how quick and easy Todaytix makes it to get tickets. So they have amazing prices for some of the best theater that I've ever gotten to see. Yes, Todaytix is your one-stop shop for theater tickets with the best value in tickets on Broadway and beyond, you know, the West End, Chicago, all of that. You can just download the app or visit todaytix.com and find the show you want to see. And getting tickets is easier than ever. We're talking 30 seconds and you're done easy. You can book your tickets for months in advance or even day of, and they give you access to exclusive pre-sales, limited time offers, digital lottery programs to sold out shows, and day of discounted tickets. It's Tony week, if you hadn't it's noticed. It's literally Tony week. You can absolutely go to Today Ticks and see the Tony shows that you haven't gotten to see yet. So true, Bestie. Um, that's the thing is like, <laughs> I have been bopping around the country for the last couple of months, and 
it's so exciting it's to me that Today Ticks has made it accessible in a couple of cities, not just New York, so you can get it on Broadway, but also London's West End, Chicago, LA, DC, San Francisco, Sydney, and more across the country and the world. So see that show that you've always wanted to see, or you know what? You can take a chance on something different. You know, if you were on the fence on seeing something and you're able to find a Today Ticks ticket for even like $45, grab it. What is that? Dinner and a cocktail in New York exactly. City, please. Exactly. Glass House. Please. Oh, no. Glass House. Uh, speaking of, which way to the stage? Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so go to todaytix.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's promo code Broadway at todaytix.com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. Once more, if you're not listening, which, what the heck, todaytix.com slash Broadway. So in other Broadway news, Six the Musical has announced that the original cast of the OG West End production will reprise their roles at the Vaudeville Theater for a live filming of the show. That means that the performances are suspended from June 27th uh, because they're going to be filming this. Hello, with a performance starring the original Queens to be held July 1st. And then there's going to be like a, a special ticketing situation for the people that will be there. But uh, it's very exciting. So we will get some level of pro shot very with that cool. original yeah. cast. Yeah, very exciting. So Kinky Boots, if you remember, is now announcing its off-Broadway run at stage 42 and will star Callum Francis as Lola. The run of the perform, uh, the run will begin performances on July 26th and officially open on August 25th. Additional casting was announced as well, and we've included that in the show notes. Okay, so this to me is like a feel-good news before we get into the feel-good recommendation, but this is so Juwan, cool. <laughs> this is so cool. So Jawan M. Jackson has joined the Real Life Temptations, as in the Real Temptations like, band. Literally and literally the Temptations. And this is why this is historic. He played an original Temptations member, Melvin Franklin, in the mm-hmm. Broadway jukebox musical Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations. He also, in 2013, played that role in Motown the musical. Yeah. So this man has been playing a member of the Temptations since 2013. That's a decade. And is now yeah. returning... To the to band the as a member. It's Oof. just like, this is so... He's going to make his debut June 8th. I can't wait to see the video that surfaces of this because that's just a full like the circle big, moment. The biggest circle, yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's such a he's such a sweet, um, exciting performer. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, okay, like go off. Totally. <laughs> how do we how do we make that happen for, for other people? Yeah, like, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Get Stephanie just J. Rock with- performing with Cher. <laughs> Sure. Uh, <laughs> go see it at the Ogunquit Playhouse. It's playing right oh, now. Hey, hello. Yeah. Uh, or it may, it may have ended, but I know oh, they were playing on Cher's birthday, which was a big deal. Ooh, hello. So finally, in Feel Good Recommendations, the Queen's Jubilee was last week, mm. marking 70 years of her reign as a queen. True. Yes. 70 years Never as a queen. Ends. Um, so they celebrated the Platinum Jubilee. Andrew Lloyd Webber and Lin-Manuel Miranda, Heard you're familiar with their work. Uh, occasionally. And other iconic shows like Phantom of the Opera, Hamilton, their shows, The Lion King, Six, and Joseph performed at the Platinum Party at the Palace. Say that ten times fast. No. Uh, and you can watch the video that we've uh, sent in the show notes as well. Um, it's really, really sweet that we're honoring the arts in that way. Yeah, especially I love when it comes that, to like honestly. Yeah. Because there was a lot. I saw on John Oliver last night um, uh, some videos from the Queen's Jubilee, like uh, the... It just it was very funny that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> love <laughs> but, john um, oliver you know i do we, 
We do, we do. But uh, yeah, so we've linked the, the video so you can watch a little bit of that in our notes. Rad. Thank you so much for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.